We're back. This is segment three of the eighth edition of Boss Tone Radio. My name's Paul Hansen. I'm your host. You're right now listening to Steve Travato, expert country player. And we have Steve on the line, so let's pick up where we left off talking to Steve. Well, okay, I got it. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Very cool. Hey, I wanted to ask you uh, tips about practicing. Do you ever use drum machines yes. or metronomes? Mm-hmm. Teaching at USC and recording a lot and recording with other people, I learned that the best and only thing that you need to really practice is your time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if, it doesn't matter how fast you play and how cool you play and how great your licks are if they're out of time. They just don't count. No. It's like well, being out of tune. Everything mm-hmm. with a metronome or some sort of a timekeeper. But since I get tired of the, the click, click, click going in my head, I use a drum machine now. Mm. Which one do you use? Yeah, I have uh, the Dr. Rhythm, what is it, 550, I think it is? Yep. And that one's a classic. I have a whole bunch of those stock patches that I use for different, mostly jazz practice. That's so true what you're talking about, about time. And it's pretty much the last thing a typical guitar player learns is how to play in rhythm. Right. And in the last show, Paul Gilbert was talking about playing with a drummer. It's such good practice. So playing with a drum machine really helps, you think? Well, it helps when you don't have room in your bedroom to set up a whole drummer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're pretty much not ever going to get a gig, at least a big-time gig, if you can't play really good time. Truer words were never spoken, Paul. Hey, just a plug here for Boss. If you go to BossUS.com, you can check out the whole line of Dr. Rhythm drum machines. Let's listen to another tune here. This song again is from your Country Jazz Master CD, and it's uh, we heard a little bit of it as bumper music at the beginning of this segment. This tune's called Tiger Rag. Oh, and check out Steve's impeccable timing here. Man, Steve, that's great how you just keep going. You know, the next chorus comes on, and <laughs> here comes a whole new stream of slamming country licks. Oh, thanks, Paul. So when is this album going to be uh, in the stores? Well, hopefully by January, mid-January, which you have there as a reference master, so now okay. I just got to make a couple of changes in there, and then mm-hmm. we'll get the master, and then we'll just have the whole thing, uh, the artwork done, and uh, we'll be out there. we'll be out there with it. So this is on Steve Vai's label. Which label is that called? It's called Favored Nations. Johnny Highland's on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Steve Lukather, uh, Larry Carlton, Eric Johnson. It's a guitar ah. jock label. So hey, tell us about ZapGuitar.com. Well, ZapGuitar is a website that myself and a business partner started about three years ago. Mm-hmm. We decided to do an uh, instructional website. Yep. ZapGuitar is now called GuitarSchool.net. We get five million visitors a month. Oh, my gosh. Dang. And we're doing all the lessons now. We started to do video lessons, but then we decided to go one step further. 
and we're doing all the lessons in 3D mocap, motion capture. Really? It's a cutting-edge technology. No one's ever done it. It's like what Xbox does with video games and uh-huh. PlayStation. We're doing that now with guitar lessons. It's where you can freeze something and then spin around? Well, what Kinda we like do that? is we have... We're using the same studio where Johnny Depp did Pirates of the Caribbean and Tony McGuire did Spider-Man 3 and all the PlayStation games are filmed and the basketball players and the baseball players, football players. What we do is we have a 3D motion capture suit, which is like a, a skin-type black suit, uh-huh. and then we attach to it via Velcro these reflective markers. Oh, my god! And the larger markers represent the larger bone groups, and they put tiny markers, two of them on each fingernail and then on the fingers. So Whoa. then we film it on a platform on a specially made guitar, and we film it with uh, 50 cameras surrounding us from 360 degrees, 50 um, infrared cameras. Oh, my gosh. From there, they create the actual motion of the player. It would be, if you did it, it would be your body and your hands. But then, since it's just a bunch of dots, the only thing uh-huh. that comes back on the computer is, is a 3D field with, it with uh-huh. 200 dots in it representing the markers on your body. Then they skin it with a skeleton. Then they skin it with a person. Wow. And then you can take the mouse and move it around 360 degrees around the teacher so you can go right up, right on the left hand, right up under the right hand to look at finger picking. Oh, my go gosh. Right. You can even go behind the neck and look through the neck at the audience. Oh, that's incredible, Steve. Yeah, it's incredible. So. Man. So, guitarschool.net. Any last tips for playing country guitar? Any suggestions? Words of wisdom? Well, in general, what I think is this. People ask me that question quite a bit, and I uh-huh. think that this, Paul, I think that the way that you get good at something is you immerse yourself in it. Uh-huh. And like the guys who play rock... When they drive it in their car or when they're practicing or when they put on a CD or an MP3, it's rock. Right. So if all you listen to is rock, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to be a good country player because you don't know the style. Absolutely. But if you want to be a good country player or, for that matter, a good jazz player or a good any kind of stylist player, you've got to listen to the style. Right. The trouble with country guitar is that the material is a little more difficult to find because you don't hear that kind of country guitar on pop country guitar records. I mean, you don't hear right. that kind of country guitar on Shania Twain or Faith Hill or right. Chesney or any of the mm-hmm. any of the artists now because it leans more towards rock. Brad Paisley's pretty good, though. And Brad Paisley's one, yeah, yeah. He, but he's very advanced as far as what he does. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to listen to it, you've got to go back to the, the roots of it, which I would say mm-hmm. would be my, like Merle Haggard and some of that old... It's like when you learn rock, you have to go back and learn the roots of rock. Like, yeah. Like Chuck Berry and, and then, or even later, like Zeppelin and you know all the, all the early rock yep. and roll roots. And then basically what you're hearing today is rehashed versions of the classic stuff, maybe faster or with a different tone or something, but it's still pretty much that. Mm-hmm. And I think with, as with any style of guitar, it always, no matter what uh-huh. style, it always goes back to the blues. Great words of wisdom, immersing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And a few final words about getting tone. I know you've used a lot of Boss pedals over the years. Oh, absolutely. Besides the CS3, are there any pedals that you especially like? And I know you use the GT6, what we talked about. Six I love, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love the old blue, the light blue chorus pedal, the one that looks like Robin's Egg Blue. Oh, yeah, the vintage-type analog CE chorus. The current one is the CE5. One of my favorite pedals now is this thing called the, uh, the DD6. Oh, yeah. My guys are doing the looping thing now with, a, you know, that whole thing with the long delays with the giga delay. Yeah, the giga delay, you got tons of looping time. And the DD6, you got a little over five seconds. I use a DD6, and 
Oh, yeah, I like the, the DS1, the Distortion. Oh, yeah. That's that's a, such a classic. If you don't have any other Boss pedals, you need to have that one in your collection because it's a classic. I mean, nothing else quite gets that sound. Right. And it just sounds good. Yeah. It's such an accepted sound for rock and almost anything, really. Boy, Kurt Cobain, Steve Vai. Everybody. Yeah. I just keep it on hand and I use it whenever I need it. Also use the GR33. I love that, too. Oh, the guitar synth. I, um... I got this bright idea. I was watching the movie Platoon, huh. and I decided to record the entire Samuel Barber Adagio for strings, huh. which is on my first record called About Time. I recorded the whole thing using an Ebo and ah. a GR33, ah. and I did about 16, 20 tracks, and I used a GR33 for violins, violas, cellos, and double basses, and it was just amazing. So let's check it out. Steve played all this stuff with a rolling guitar synth. There's an excerpt from Adagio for Strings by Steve Travato using a rolling guitar synth. Oh, by the way, let me give you a plug for that. That's from your album About Time, which you can get at CD Baby or other places where fine CDs are sold. Steve, let me just thank you very much for being on our show, Boss Tone Radio, and wish you good luck with the new album. I hope you sell a ton of copies. Well, thanks. And by the way, it's called, one more time, Jazz Master. Country Jazz Master. Country Jazz Master. Right. By Steve Travato yeah. on Favored Nations Records. CD Baby, and probably you can get it at Amazon. and Pro Yeah, Amazon, CD, be sure, all those. Thanks again. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, I will see you at the NAMM show. Definitely. Well, that's it for this eighth edition of Boston Radio. Thanks very much for listening and remember you can always find out more about cool boss gear at bossus.com this is paul hansen oh by the way i just couldn't resist putting steve's version of ghost riders in the sky back on <laughs> this is paul hansen saying hasta la vista baby